All right, you got your camera? You got a bag? You ready to go? Jump on in. We're heading down the road. My name's April, and I'm an award-winning landscape photographer and tour guide. I've been leading small group photo tours for over 20 years. For photographers, non-photographers, and anyone else that just likes to go for a great trip. So welcome to my podcast, Eyes for the Road. Thanks for joining me tonight. Thanks for your comments and feedback. I'm just back from the Salton Sea, so I apologize if I'm a little bit tired. If you recall, the Salton Sea is in Southern California. It's November. The birds have started their migrations. So sunrises are a really wonderful time to get down there if you're into bird photography. And also there's some wonderful locations for night photography. So if you want some more information on the Salton Sea, please check my other episodes. But let's get into today's episode. Today I'm really excited to get a chance to catch up with Renee Silverman. She's kind of got my dream job. As a kid, I had my door plastered with photos of my favorite rock bands, singers, musicians. I was really into that. I was buying up Tiger Beat magazine looking at the covers of Rolling Stone, sneaking to look at the interiors, all the incredible photos of the rock musicians. At that time, it was a little bit pre-MTV, so the best way to see your favorite musician or band members was to pick up these magazines and look at these photographs. Well, today I've got Renee Silverman, and she's been the photographer the last three seasons for World's Greatest Tribute Bands, which which records and tapes live at the Whiskey A Go-Go on the famous Sunset Strip. Katie Darrell's the host of the show, and Renee's been her personal photographer for the last three seasons. And we are anxiously hoping to see the show again live when it gets renewed, hopefully this coming season. But when she's not photographing for World's Greatest Tribute Bands, she's out at the Hollywood Bowl, at many local venues, and photographing acts from Lenny Kravitz to um, Bette Midler and many others. So we're excited to hear her tips on what types of lenses to use, what to do in different lighting situations, and much more. I very much apologize for the rough audio, but she's got some wonderful information. So check my show notes, and I hope you'll go to her website And please leave some feedback on iTunes. It's very much appreciated. So here we go. Let's take a listen to Renee Silverman. Thanks for joining me, Renee. Oh, absolutely, April. Thank you for taking time. So go ahead and tell us a little bit about your journey of when you first picked up a camera to what you're doing now, photographing bands and working with Access TV and the world's greatest tribute bands, all of that. (laughs) Yeah, well, (laughs) that's a long journey. Um, So, yeah, from the beginning, like, um, I sort of was a late bloomer in picking up the camera. Um, I actually started out performing in bands. Oh, wow. Yeah, I was a singer, and I wrote music and things like that. So I was on the other side. For a long time, um, and then stopped doing that. But I'd always been fascinated with um, photography, um, and so um, I had taken a formal class like way back in the early '90s. But that's before digital photography really came into play. Mm-hmm. So I did it, but then I just sort of put it aside. And then it wasn't until about um, probably the early. 2000s or so, um, when digital photography actually became better, um, they were much better cameras, I actually started taking it up again and shooting and shooting. Um, uh, It was easier that way because with digital, you don't have to wait for the film to be developed and see what, you know, see how you can improve. Yeah, this way you could improve so much faster. So it gave me the ability to just shoot and shoot and shoot and shoot. (laughs) And which my first subjects were flowers and and things like that, inanimate objects. Um, 
took some formal classes over in, at Santa Monica College um, and really learned all the technical aspects of photography. Um, and that really came into play with shooting live concerts because um, you have to, you know, just put it on manual mode. You can't sh shoot any kind of program mode with that because things are constant, constantly changing. Um, and early on, I didn't even want to shoot people at all. I was just pretty much things around me. Mm -hmm. And it changed at one point when I decided that I really wanted to shoot concerts because I felt also I felt this connection. Like, well, I've been on stage. I understand musicians. I understand what goes on stage. And I, I loved concert photography all my life. Um, you know, maybe I could do this. I would think I was at a, I was at a um, concert at the Greek theater and saw photographers down oh, yeah. by the stage. And I said, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> How do I get from this seat to down there? You know? Oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> And so I sort of found it was wasn't that difficult to really get access to some things to shoot. And, and I basically started out because um, my boyfriend's also a musician and he started doing some jam nights at a local blues club and all kinds of interesting characters came through. Oh, great. Playing. Yeah. And it was a really dimly lit club, which was great because it actually allowed me to work in the worst environment, the mm -hmm. worst lighting environment, and, and really find out, you know, how to use my camera. And plus, in like a small blues club, people aren't moving too fast. They're, they're kind of right. standing still. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like a, a metal concert. So I did that for like a couple of years. I, I just went every Wednesday and just shot and then came back and just looked at my pictures and, and, really practice on that. And I started putting them up on Facebook and getting um, responses from the other musicians. They really liked them and things like that. And then um, from that, I moved on to working with publications and actually having press credentials to be able to go into concerts and shoot bands. Oh, and then of course, I'll tell you before that. But anyway, so that's what I did. Um, and in order to actually get access, I would, you know, contact some bands. Oh, uh -huh. And so this is what's happened with, with Access TV, the world's greatest tribute bands, um, which was a show that had been on for, um, I think they did eight seasons right now. They're in hiatus, but um, I didn't know about the show. I just knew about this um, tribute band that was playing. They were um, a Van Halen tribute band. And I contacted them and I said, it would be great to shoot you guys. Cause I thought this would be great. It's not Van Halen, but I can shoot some live action. Oh Yeah. So they said, yeah, but, you know, we're doing this thing for TV, and you'll have to contact Katie Darrell, who's the host and producer who did access um, the World's Greatest Tribute Bands. I said, okay. So I emailed her, and she was really receptive. She said, come on down. Yeah, you can shoot it. But, you know, it was like, but please give me, like, 10 images that, you know, I can use. It's like, okay. You know, because when you're first starting out, you kind of want to, you're not going to necessarily get paid in the very, very beginning, right, but, right. you know, so it's kind of, okay, this is sort of a learning experience. So I went down and, and I shot him. I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. And she really loved my photography and asked me if I would like to come back. And I wound up shooting like all eight <laughs> from then on the rest of yes. the access TV. And she, I got hired to shoot Katie's promotional shots, all this, the images they used for, on TV and on the, the cards and everything promoting the show. So I did get a paid job out of, out of the assignment. Um, and then, like I said, I, I started working publications, um, doing both shooting the concerts and also writing reviews as well as um, also re um, interviewing artists as well. So I did some. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Was that yeah, so, music connection or which was big? Um, no, I did it for, I, I do it for Screamer now. I did it for Entertainment Voice, but I actually did it for, and originally, originally I did it for Access.com, which is the same company that does the show uh -huh. and the TV show, but not their publications completely separate. So it was AXS.com and it, it allowed me to, you know, be able to reach some of these bands and some of these these artists and a lot of the time the public, the publishers, the publicists or the publishers would want you to um, interview the artists 
in order to, you know, do like a pre, a, a pre thing, like a pre story on it. And then you'd go to the concert and shoot it and do another story on it. So that way you'd be able to shoot some bigger name people like, you know, Metallica. And oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, so when you're working for Access TV, those are some long, I mean, what kind of working hours are you putting in on those seasons? Oh, shooting? Uh-huh. So shooting the, the concerts, the, the show. Yeah, I mean, I basically just, I would get there just like an hour or two before the show airs because um, later on we did some backstage portraits of the bands, but just an hour or two, and the show's an hour long, so that's it. But, you know, of course, the time spent when you come home and have to go through the images and pick out the ones and do a little bit of tweaking in Photoshop for, for lighting and stuff, that takes <laughs> a few hours yeah. as well. So, because it's twofold. I mean, because you're shooting in such dark environments and it's so contrasty, um, and you never know what the lighting situation is going to be like. Sometimes it's not professional. Um, having access to a software like Photoshop or Lightroom is indispensable because you definitely need that. You know, not going crazy. Mm-hmm. on editing your images, but definitely um, in, in lighting, a little bit of lighting and sometimes color contrast and things like that, which I do pretty much in, in the raw, in raw. Um, I don't do much outside of that. Right. I know a lot of people do a lot of different things to them, and I kind of went that way once, and then I just realized that I'd rather see the live concert images look as close to natural as possible, not enhanced in any way. Yeah, exactly. Just like you're at the show, kind of. just. Yeah, I mean, some look very cartoony, and I'm okay with it, but it's like, for the most part, and and for publications, they want it, you know, because it's it's considered photojournalism. So you're not supposed to actually um, change anything. You're not supposed to remove anything or add anything, like, you know. So that's, that's what they want to see, just what it looked like when you were there. Well, so how many, often, how many images often are you shooting when you're doing some of the access shows or any of the other live? Is there a limit how long you can be in an area or do you have full access most of the time? Well, good question because it also depends on, for most of the, um, you know, if I'm shooting at the Greek Theater, at the Hollywood Bowl, any of those types of places, mm-hmm. they definitely have a a limit. You have the first three songs generally. Sometimes it's less, sometimes two. But the first three songs, um, and then that's it. Oh wow. So you have to get all your shots in the first three. And um you never know if it's going to be at um uh, in the pit, which is the front of the stage, or if it's gonna be at the soundboard, which is <laughs> several yeah. feet back. Right. So, so based on what the situation is you have to, you know, be prepared with the right equipment to bring. But um, you just try to get everything in the first three songs. I kind of have a system. I, I use a couple, a couple different lenses, and I usually, the first song, I'll shoot with one lens, and then I'll switch to the second lens, and whichever lens I felt more comfortable with, I'll shoot maybe the third song with whatever lens um, I felt was appropriate for it, depending on where the artist moves on the stage. If, if I'm in, um, in the pit, if the artist comes very close to the edge of the stage, maybe you want more of a wide angle lens. Um, if, and, or you can capture way more of the stage, or if you want to get close up to their face and you want to have more of a telephoto lens mm-hmm. to get more of the facial expressions or to get the drummer who's way in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Or a keyboard player who's sort of in the back or, you know, especially at like the Greek theater or something where the stage is large. Where at uh, the Whiskey Go-Go, where the Access TV show is, is shot, it's a smaller stage. Um, and we have the luxury of shooting the entire hour. Oh, show. that's great. Yeah. So we could shoot from the front. We can shoot from upstairs, from, from the sides. Um, we're given a pass to be able to do that. 
I, I pretty much shot from every angle there. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what's the best one, but um, and and it's a little difficult because if anyone's ever gone to those shows or knows about those shows or seen them on TV, that it's a small club and it's packed with people, so it's really hard to move around as a photographer. <laughs> no one wants to let you through, so. Right, exactly. Once the show starts, everyone looks like they're all kind of pushed up as close as they'll let them to the stage. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the problems you encounter with clubs, local clubs, like here in L.A. is the, um, the Whiskey Girl and the Troubadour and um, the Roxy. You know, you don't have a spot that they allow you to stand. Where they do at the larger venues, you're in the pit or you're back at the soundboard or, you know, and then you know, you have those places where you're allowed to be. Yeah. So it, it both ways, there's, there's pros and cons to plus and minuses with both of them. So in the older days, you used to hear about some of the photographers or you see, you know, video footage of photographers being actually allowed on stage, kind of working between the musicians. Is, is that something that's no longer done or it really depends on the band or the venue? Yeah. And, well, you know, the only people that I ever see on stage is the bands usually have um, sometimes have a photographer who travels with them, or if they're doing a video or they're doing something, mm-hmm. there will be a photographer on stage. But generally, I don't see the photographer. I see them in the wings yeah. behind the drum kit, yeah, <laughs> but never out in the open. Um, they don't give, you know people like me access if I'm doing it for a publication on stage at all. Um, backstage, sometimes if you request, you want to shoot some backstage portraits of them, they will, you know, give you access to that. Mm-hmm. But usually not on stage. Yeah. <laughs> and in the old days, I've, I've talked to photographers who shot back in the 70s and some in the 80s, you know, and, and in those days, they didn't even, sometimes they could just bring their camera in. They didn't even check them. They right. Got lots of, yeah, it was a little different. Now they're very, 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 very particular about who they let in. Right, which which somewhat makes sense, but you still see. I mean, do you ever have issues sometimes, like at any of the venues, with other people and their cell phones, or you know, because you're there oftentimes, especially like at the whiskey to photograph the show, and then you know, people that are in the audience too, they're trying to like hold their cell phone up and. <laughs> Yeah, those venues, yeah, of course, and or they're they've got their iPads with them holding it. Up. <laughs> You're like, okay, um, yeah, it's kind of annoying in a way. And then you know, when you think about it also when you're shooting, like at some of the big venues, and you're only allowed the first three songs, and then you basically have to watch other people taking pictures with their cell phones. Yeah, <laughs> like. like why couldn't I have done that? I would have right. done exactly. It's almost kind of frustrating because you're, you know, to have the access, but only the first three songs because sometimes the band is kind of, you know, we all know the music's just kind of getting started at that point. Some of the best exactly. energy is going to come later. <laughs> exactly. That's what I always say. I'm saying the best shots are like kind of in the middle towards the end when they're just really like, you know, got yeah. all the adrenaline going and they're a little bit sweaty. But right. um, I don't, I don't know where the um, where it came in the first three songs. I've heard all kinds of stories about that. I've heard, well, they want you to see them in their best, how they look best before they're all sweaty, or they don't, yeah, or they just don't want you to be in the way of the paying um, audience because you are kind of in the front sometimes. You're in the way of that. Um, yeah, that's all kinds of. of reasons and I'm not sure I just think it just became a standard just first three songs no flash so Hmm. that's usually the the way it goes and then whether it's at the in the pit or whether it's at the soundboard I know I've spoken to people at the Greek theater and they said it's just a matter of how they arrange the chairs for that particular concert like they may have sold seats all the way to the front and they don't have a pit so yeah Hmm. But at the Hollywood, I've heard the Hollywood Bowls has a pit sometimes, but I've never shot a pit shoot there. Yeah, huh? Interesting. Or the Staples Center, or the Forum. It's always been at the soundboard. At which time you need to bring with you um, the longest lens you have, 
and um, a monopod and for myself a little step stool because when people stand up I can't shoot over their heads so if I'm up a little higher I can shoot over their heads. Oh yeah because a lot of those shows yeah people would be standing up and yeah you're not going to be able to see. Yeah yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) that's why I get a little step stool I can learn that by watching other photographers I'm like oh that's a good idea. Yeah. When I was first starting so I carry that kind of stuff with me (laughs) you've got so many incredible live shots and band shots on your web page um yeah I love them so tell us can you tell us about maybe two of your favorite images and kind of the story behind them one of the other shots that I I have on my front page which is um you can see down it's Bette Midler Mm -hmm. and four backup singers or three backup singers with her that was a shot that I did take at the forum oh, wow. um, from way back um, at the soundboard. And I was like, I just love the shot because it just, um, first of all, Bette Midler is an incredible performer. She's so much energy. Yeah. As well. There was a number of them that came from that show as well. I think my first page is just all the shots I, I do. Um, as you know, I do some studio band shots as well. So mm-hmm. um, I have a few of those on the page. Um, the other shot is there's another black and white one. Um, and they were, let's say, uh, a Guns N' Roses tribute band. And if you see the shot where it's got the camera in the oh, image. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's one of my favorite ones from season one. So I got the camera from the camera guy who was shooting for the show and the artist as well in the image. And, you know, it's really great to take shots of the um, musicians on stage, and, and obviously the bands love to get those individually. But I try sometimes to, if I have the, if, it, if, it, if I'm able to, the option to include the audience or something that tells a story there. And in this particular image, it was, we were shooting it for a TV show. So you see the... Yeah, it really, yeah, it really does tell a story. That's a really, yeah, I like yeah. that one a lot, too. And, and back then I was doing a lot of things in black and white. I had a, um, it was before I got my most current camera. And a lot of the images <clears throat> had noise in them because the camera didn't do that well in low light. Um, the very top picture I have, Lenny Kravitz, that oh, was probably yeah. one, of, one of the best concerts I shot. That was at the Greek Theater. There's a number of images of, of Lenny Kravitz, um, just really electric performer, and I love his music. And he just—I mean—he has a full-on band. He's got backup singers and everything up there, and he's just incredible performer. And so mm-hmm. it was really a lot of fun um, shooting him. So that's, that's actually one of my favorite concerts. So, like the first page is like a lot of them that I, you know, really liked um, that I shot. Uh, yeah, and I'm starting to put some of my um, images that I take in studio on the front page as well. Yeah. So when you're doing um, location shooting, you're working with um, bands to do, like, their still shots or promo shots. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have favorite locations? Do you prefer to work in the studio, or do you prefer to work outside? Um, you know, lately I've just preferred to work in studio. Um we, I just recently did a shoot last weekend, and we had a studio where it was downtown L.A., and it was just kind of this funky building, and the guy had a lot of, like, really, like, steampunk-looking oh. backdrops and things. Yeah, it, it's what the band wanted. Oh, they yeah. wanted that. Yeah, so we went down there, and um, it was kind of like you could do whatever you want. You can move this around. It wasn't just a, just one backdrop, and it was a lot of fun. It was fun shooting that um, there. It was almost like shooting, like, on a location other than a studio and just the backdrop. They did have the backdrops there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it just, you know, it just depends on the band and what kind of look they're going for. Um, Cause I can bring my lights anywhere. They're portable. Right. Um, of course I have the luxury in a studio to have their professional, super professional lights and, you know, use whatever they have. Um, and I like both. I, I actually, right now, just because I've been shooting concerts for a really long time now, um, going into the studio and, and shooting some on-location band shots to me is, you know, it's, it, it's, um, 
I feel like uh, it opens up a little more world, a, a different world to me now, because just going and shooting bands sort of sometimes gets monotonous and boring. Right. Um, the same thing over and over again. So, and I, I've actually cut back on shooting live concerts because of that reason. I don't want to get the, you know, my creativity just to go, oh, another band, shoot this and this and this. So it has to be, um, well, if a band's paying me, of course I'll go and shoot them. But for publications, um, it has to be a band that I really feel, you know, compelled to shoot and feel like I'll get the best shots for their publication from it. Yeah. So speaking of that, that's interesting. Um, are there a couple people or particular bands that you'd really love to like, you know, in your wildest dreams still really love to be able to photograph if the opportunity. Yeah. Does anybody, so many people have died recently. I know. I was, I was very lucky to shoot um, Tom Petty last uh, year um, with Mud Crutch. That's the band they got together with some of the same people from, from, Tom Petty band, but from Heartbreakers, but it was the original band he played with, um, but it was him, and I was lucky to get some really good shots from that. It was over at the Fonda Theater, which is sort of a smaller Oh, that venue. is a smaller venue, yeah. So so when he died, it was one of the people that I was really happy to say, oh, because I got some images of him, which was really sad that he, he Yeah, died. you know, there, I, I've not shot Metallica. I mentioned that in the beginning, but I have not shot Metallica yet. They're they're very picky on letting photographers in. Oh, um, really? Yeah, they are. They they're very picky, and, and I would love to shoot Metallica. Um, I think some of the big ones like U two would be an amazing. Now, I, okay, now I'm gonna tell you. So the, the <laughs> artist, the artist that I'd really want to ever shoot because he's like the first concert I ever went to. And he's an incredible performer. I don't know now he's older, but it would be Elton John because I think oh, he's yeah. amazing. Um, I hope it would have been great to shoot him back then. So that's the thing: is some of the artists I'm going, gosh, it would be great to shoot them. Back I was just going to say you should name some of the ones you wish you'd shot. I mean, there's always yeah. when I see old '70s photos, um, rock photography yeah. photos. It's like, gosh, I, I wish I had that job. I wish I could you know photograph them or <laughs> i know it would have been great to shoot like led zeppelin you know back then or um any of those those bands um i haven't shot like that like ozzy osbourne or anybody like that um there's a new band out there called greta van fleet that's getting a lot of um press mm-hmm. they're really young and they have like a led zeppelin sound to them and uh they've just been sort of making their mark on the scene. So I'm kind of looking to maybe shooting them. Oh, that would be great. Point. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, there's so many bands and I see pictures of things, uh, you know, I recently went to a photo gallery where they had all these Bruce Springsteen photos from different times, different photographers took pictures of them. And he was very photogenic, mm-hmm. and pretty, you know, pretty amazing looking and um, I thought, gosh, it would have been great to be back then and get these types of images and stuff. But, you know, I have to look at there's new artists coming up and different, you know, start start there. So I can't go back and shoot those pictures. So. Right. Like I said, the tribute bands are sort of those guys. <laughs> but, you know, I, I like, you know, some of them. I just shot a band called In This Moment. Have you heard of them? No, actually, I haven't heard of them. They're like a metalcore. They're very interesting. What's the map? It is a, a woman who fronts them, and she's got long, flowing blonde hair, and all the other musicians have strange-looking masks and things on their faces. Hmm. And I shot them right before Halloween, so that their, their whole thing is sort of like a devil-y and lots of fog, and she's just like this she sings and she's like incredible singer. Well, it makes for amazing pictures. Um, and I've seen some, I shot them at the, uh, wheel turn, which is not the best place to shoot. Cause they make you shoot from the, um, from the ramp. So it's not, oh, always, yeah, yeah it's, it's the ramp that goes down to the bottom, but still they're, they were really a really cool band to shoot. And um, some of those are like European metal core, Viking-ish type bands are really fun to shoot. Viking-ish, they look like Vikings, but they're really fun to shoot. I think any photographer would say, when you know, just a person who stands on stage and isn't doing, you know, just 
not doing much sometimes was not as exciting to shoot as people right. that are doing a lot of things, but it depends. So has there been any challenging situations when you're photographing um, either a band or a live show that you can share with us? Always challenging. Always challenging um, because you never know what the lighting situation is going to be. So exactly. I don't spend a lot of a lot of frames on drummers. <laughs> just get that one, and, and probably ninety five percent of them will be just throwaways. You get that one where their hair is flowing and their arms are in, in crazy, and then their drumsticks. You see a little bit of uh, you know movement in it. Then you're ah, that's a good shot, but. So it depends. It depends how long you're shooting. Um, in the beginning, I shot way too many pictures, way too many images, because I would just be shooting it the whole thing. So this, 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 this. But yeah. I think once once you get experience, you know. Hey, I know I've got. I know I've got. This is what I do. I know I've got the shots I'm going to need to give to the publication. Now I'm going to have fun and see what else I can do. Experiment. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about your photography beer, your photography gear. I always ask, what's in okay. your bag? <laughs> what's in my bag? Yeah. Well, I, I have two bags, so I can tell you what my live concert bag looks like. Yeah, let's talk about um, the live one, yeah. Yeah. So um, I shoot Canon. Um, I started out with Canon, and I've stuck with Canon because all my lenses are Canon. Um, I have a Canon 5D Mark III. Um, that's my main full-frame camera. And then I have the Canon 70, which I'll bring with me sometimes. Um, it's a crop sensor. So it's helpful if you uh, want to do more telephoto shots and you need a little bit more, more, <laughs> more, more like there. More reach, um, yeah. More reach to get out there. I mean, you can crop, but sometimes it's better with the 70. Um, and then I'll bring with me, if I know I'm going to be shooting from the, um, the board, I bring, have a teleconverter, so it it makes the lenses twice twice as, as long. So I, I bring my Canon 70 to 200, 2.8, so that really makes it, it will make that stretch to 14, 400 millimeters. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah, it does take away a little bit of the quality so, because of the teleconverter. Um, and then I'll bring my, my 24 to 70, 2.8, so if I'm in a pit, that's a lens to use. Sometimes, you know, the stage is huge, so I'll use the 70 to 200. And then um, I always bring my fisheye 15 millimeter. Oh, cool. 2.8. Yeah. I always bring that cause, because sometimes, I, like I said, once I get the images I know I have for the publication, they're going to be satisfied with this. Now, maybe the last song, I can experiment a little bit. So I might put the fisheye on if it's someone that comes out to the front. Although sometimes when they come up the front, there's not as much light. But if they come closer to the front, um, I might use a fisheye on it. I just I use for Lenny Kravitz. I actually used a fisheye, and it worked out great. Oh, nice. Where he was positioned. He wasn't too fisheye. So. Right. Um, and, and then um, those are the, the basic lenses I bring and the cameras I bring. Um, and then I will bring a speed light sometimes if the client wants me to get Oh, audience shots, crowd shots, um, and sometimes they'd want me to get, um, you know, people who are waiting in lines and things like that, or that type of thing, with my phone conference. Um, so I'll bring the speed light sometimes. And like I said, um, my monopod and my step stool, yeah. <laughs> if I have to shoot from the, from the back. And that's what I bring to, to live concerts. And then after the first three songs, um, they will um, take your equipment <laughs> and store it for you. So oh, they will? Yeah. If, if, if you have a ticket to see the rest of the show, um, which I usually do because I'm usually sometimes writing about it, you don't have access to your camera at all. You can't even shoot from your seat. Wow. You can't even shoot from your seat. You can't even shoot from your seat. So that's that's frustrating. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well you could bring you could bring a um you could bring a um a point and shoot. You know? Mm-hmm. 
but uh, they'll allow that. But they won't allow the the camera to be back at your seat. <laughs> right. So besides okay. your uh, photography equipment, is there a favorite accessory that you always carry with you? Um, Hmm. Not really. Yeah. So. Or any particular camera straps you found that work better than others when you're moving around a lot, or. Yeah, I used to have the sling strap, um, and I got tired of that, so I just got a regular um, strap. Yeah. It's a nice pink one. And I usually just have it um, across my body. Um, the other one, because those sling straps, they would just hang down to my, <laughs> below my hip. And oh. I just started finding them cumbersome. I know a lot of people use them, and I did use it for a long time. But I think the other one's closer to the body, and I can, can use that. Um, I have a, a bag I bring that's just a lens, a bag that carries lenses. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> And I'll have that strapped to the side of me. So. So it's easy to switch. Yes. Yeah. So I can switch lenses easily. So I don't usually bring a bag. I just bring that. And everything fits in that. It's kind of a, it's, it's the sort of design for wedding photographers so they can have their lenses. Yeah. But um, next to them. But um, it works, it works for that. I usually do that. If I only use one lens, then, you know, I'll bring a bag, but it just depends on the venue. I do you often know ahead of time where you'll be assigned that you can roam around so you can kind of do some pre-planning? or? Yeah. I mean, we usually ask the publicist to provide us with the information. Um, and if we don't get the information, I just make sure I bring everything so I don't... <laughs> I, I think I got, I got, um, actually one time at the Greek, they said it was soundboard and I brought everything and then I got there and said, oh no, it's tit. So oh. I had everything. Yeah. yeah. It worked out great. <laughs> oh, it worked out good. great. Yeah. But yeah. So. Have you ever felt starstruck? Do you think? Like, was there someone you were like, oh my gosh, I get to sh- photograph this person or. <laughs> Do you when they first come out on stage, like Lenny Kravitz and. Oh, um, yeah other people like that um and but then after i start shooting them i'm just like oh there's another subject it doesn't you know it doesn't um i think afterwards i go hey i just shot this person i mean i shot brian wilson at the pantages theater that was pretty yeah exciting yeah because you know he's beach boy i, sh- I think you know i shot ann wilson was um another one that was pretty exciting and Wilson. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, what are some tips? I mean, there's so. It seems like with the digital cameras, there's a lot of pros. There's a lot of a lot of people learning a lot faster. But it, you know, more and more people, which is a pro and a con. There's more people interested in you know being out there and photographing. Um, what tips do you have for others that are out there? I mean, you see a lot of photographers show up at different venues. Um, yeah. So what tips do you have for them if they're trying to, say, get a pass or, you know, get do more oh. of the music photography? Because it, is, it, is, it really is a fun, exciting field, I mean, if you're into it, music. It is. It is. Well, you know, first of all, you know, I always say um, go to local clubs and shoot, you know. You can get into the clubs. You can get into the whiskey. Um, you can get into most of the clubs with your camera. Um, you can contact the band and, you know, sometimes when you're starting out, you say, Hey, I want to really want to shoot this. You know, I'll give you some, some images and, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're really starting out. Um, and then once you really have mastered it, uh, then you, there's so many online publications and blogs out there. Um, just contact them and then at least you'll have a little bit of, you need to have a little bit of a portfolio to show them. Right. Look, I can shoot this and, I can shoot these concerts and I can get you really, really great images. So uh, then they can start contacting some of the, the publishing, the publications and stuff. And there's like little blogs. There's just small blogs out there that actually get um, allowed into a lot of things. So it's, you know, just, you know, the publicist looks at how many, how many eyes are on their blog type of a thing, you know, how many, 
how many hits they get, and then they'll base it on that. Um, and people have started their own blogs and worked their way up, you know, gone yeah. out to publicists, and it's a little difficult that way. But I think that's good, and I would always recommend that people learn their camera and their settings and how it works before they em- embark on this journey. I hope mm-hmm. they would, would know that. <laughs> um, because if you don't, you're, if you just set it on program mode and you just shoot, you're not going to like your pictures because your camera doesn't, you have to basically trick your camera because it wants to, wants to shoot one way and it's like you have to tell it to either overexpose, underexpose and you kind of learn to read, read that as you shoot and just keep shooting and shooting and shooting concerts and, you know, if you really love doing it and it's exciting to you, then, you know, you'll, you'll just get better and better. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, definitely. So when you're doing, um, when you're contacted to do the um, still shots for different bands, how much creative input do you get as far as helping choose? Do you find that that's changed? Like more bands are coming to you with a preconceived idea or do you sometimes get to create that vision with them? Yeah, it just depends on the band. Like the band I just shot um, this last couple weeks ago, Rocket. Mm -hmm. the woman who's the Janelle, who's the lead vocalist, and she, it's her band. She comes with all her own ideas. I mean, I, I certainly put my input in, but she already has the look in mind. She's very artistic. And then I have other bands that say, "Well, we just want band shots, and maybe on a a white background or a black background." That's what they give me. And then, <laughs> you know, I'll go out and I'll look at, and I'll listen to their music, and I'll kind of feel like what style they are and then I'll just go online and try to find band images that sort of kind of evoke that and then I'll bring the pictures with me to the shoot right and you usually go oh yeah we like how this looks we like how that looks and then so I get an eye for a little bit what they want um how they want to uh you know how posed and things like that um and or if they wanted to do something outside like by a brick wall or something, you know, yeah. something like that. It's kind of a, you know, image like, image like that or something. Um, so yeah, it just depends on, on the, the band. Some want to put a lot of input in some just are like, we don't know. We just want to look good. And we just need a picture. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I know those would be a little bit more challenging sometimes when they just kind of show up and it's like well just do something it's like <laughs> yeah yeah well you know I always tell them you know bring your outfits bring your clothes we'll kind of look at that we'll see what we have and we'll put that together and then you know something comes out of it it definitely comes out of it because um usually the band's personalities and and those types of things come out but yeah that's a little bit more difficult and that's why I always like find pictures like, oh, I'll tell them Send me, send me some of the pictures, some of the images you've seen of other bands, of other, oh, yeah. you know, online. Send me some, what will you have in mind, you know, and then they'll send me something. I'll be, I'm not sure what they want here. <laughs> you know, and then I'll try to match it and kind of come to an agreement with them because it's, but if they already have something, you know, in mind uh, already, uh, a concept or something, mm-hmm. then I can work around that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I have a fun question. If you could be, yeah, if you could have a superpower um, or be a superhero, who would it be or what would your superpower be and why? (laughs) Like a real superhero or made up one? Just a made up one, something, you know, Mm. or a superpower or something, you know. Well, if it's, if it's, if it's for live concert photography, my superpower would be, would be, you know, I would control all the lighting <laughs> on the stage. <laughs> I would make it so it would be the perfect lighting setup. So I guess I would be, I don't know. Well, no, that makes sense. You have the power to like change the lights at, at your command. Cause I'm sure yeah. at times that can be challenging. Yeah, because I understand the bands are not lighting for the photographers. The 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 light the lighting people are lighting for their light sh- the show itself. So it's not always conducive to a you know a, a to a great image for for a still photographer. But sometimes these bands are a little crazy. <laughs> all all red lights, 
you know, what are you doing? <laughs> really dark. I had some band was so dark. It's like, I could barely see them. It's like, what do you want me to do? Yeah. yeah. Oh, exactly. What do you want me to do? I, I would just, I panicked one time at the Troubadour because it was just so dark. I had no lights on. It was just backlit. And oh my I just gosh. kind of got to the side and I, I wound up making them all black and white. And they looked okay, but they were still kind of funky looking, but. Well, especially because most venues, you can't use flash, can you? No, you can't. They, they, well, the, yeah, they can't use flash at all. And also, flash is annoying to everybody watching and to the performers yeah, and right. to the other photographers. <laughs> but I've seen some people use flash. Okay, yeah, but it's like you don't want to be using it all the time. No. Mm-mm. Plus. I don't think the picture, the images come up that great with flash anyway, because unless you really know how to use it, and in that venue, it could just wash out everything. Right. But if if you if you worked in that venue before and you know where to, you know, bounce it, then I guess it would work. I've gotten some in smaller clubs. I've used flash and just had a little bit of fill, and it's worked out. Yeah. But yeah, so yeah, I would control the lights. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. So what do you plan, what are you working on now? Do you plan on taking on more concert photography or working more into fine arts? Or where do you see, see yourself heading in the next few years? Yeah, I, I, you know, I am headed towards doing more um, band artist photography in studio and on location. Um, and, and just a little bit of live stuff that's, that sort of uh, appeals to me, but um, band and artist photography. I also do headshots, so I'll do artist headshots, actors headshots. Um, just really focusing on on that um, things that I can sort of control in a way. Uh-huh. I can control the light. I can control the people, their poses, their stance. Um, completely different than doing live photography, where you have zero control. Um, so I've gone the opposite way. Um, I still like doing live photography, the live concert photography. Um, I, I do want to branch out. I've, I've done some theater. Um, I've been wanting, really wanting to do some dance. Oh. Um, oh. Yeah, some dance. Um, not sure. Uh, usually for theater and dance, you can only shoot during the rehearsals. So you can't, they don't, they don't want people walking around shooting. Well, <laughs> people are watching a ballet or something, but they do let you shoot rehearsals. So maybe a little bit more of that. That's sort of fun for me. I, I, I kind of have a, a personal project. I, I really want to shoot some dancers. I've been trying to do that for a while. Um, as a personal art art project. Dancers, dancers' bodies, um, things like that. So I'm really hoping to do that in the next year or two. Yeah, yeah. That's That sounds beautiful. Just yeah. to be able to come up with your own, you know, project and probably keeps you fresh. Um, do you go, I mean, what things kind of inspire you or kind of, do you, do you look at websites? Um, do you follow, is there certain magazines you like to follow or read just to get new inspiration um, for your own creativity? Because I'm sure, like you said, shooting show after show after show, sometimes it feels good, gets a little stale. Yeah, I mean, I see other people's photography inspires me. I mean, not a lot of live concert photography inspires me anymore because I see the same things over and over again that people yeah. shoot. Um, when I see somebody who shoots live and all of a sudden their images are as a standout from other people's, then I take notice and it's really, um, oh, wow, that person's are doing something different there. Um, yeah, I, I do subscribe to some magazines, photographer magazines, um, and look at that, uh, images. Um, I'll look at, um, you know, musician magazines, um, like guitar player and those, they have a lot of, uh, images in there that people have taken, uh, you know, I'm really focusing now on, on lighting and where the lighting's going and what lighting they're using and from which direction and how they, they got this look and that look. Um, and visually for me, I'm, I've been really focused and when I see movies or TV shows, Mm, I'm uh-huh. really focused on the lighting these days. I'll, I'll notice and I'll say which direction is that coming from? What did they use? I really like how their face looks in this. I recently just saw um, that new Blade Runner movie. Oh, you did? Uh, yeah. Yeah. 
And I haven't seen it yet. So yeah, I went to a screening of it, and um, there was a scene with Harrison Ford where he's sitting, and it was like his face. The lighting would go dark, and then light, and then dark, and like, what are they doing? That's amazing. That that is really cool because I didn't see anything else in the room. And then when it was a screening where they were speaking to the director and some of the, the actors, and they said that the lighting director the lighting guy had set up, rigged something where the light was going around circular up top oh. of it, causing that effect on the face. But the rest of the movie, I mean, the movie was okay, but the rest, but, but as far as the look and the lighting goes, it was uh-huh. just something to look at for that. It's amazing. Um, a, just a dimly lit room where you barely see people's features and stuff, yet you can see them. It's like, oh, that's wow. something, to, something to notice because I could use that in a portrait. You know, I just want the person barely to see their features or eyes or nose and mouth, but I want it dark, but I still want it lit, you know. So mm-hmm. I, that was very, that's become um, very inspiring to me, seeing films that are shot shot well with really great lighting. So interesting lighting, where the yeah. lighting is actually, where the, light, where the light is actually another character in the film. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. Oh, so, so I find that's inspirational. And um, looking at the looking at the masters, what people have shot in the past, uh, that as well. As far right. as the concert photography goes, and 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 uh, band photography. Are there certain artists or photographers that ins- have inspired you? Um, I don't know offhand. But I can't remember all their names offhand. Tell you the truth. There's a few. There's a, there's a, a, a photographer, Henry Diltz, mm-hmm. who's done quite a bit of um, band photography. Who basically started out just a musician and a friend of these artists, and he's shot um, Neil Young, all the Neil Young stuff, and he, I mean, he's from the '60s and '70s. Um, he just brought his camera and started shooting pictures, and then became like a famous photographer. He did the cover of the Doors albums and all oh, kinds wow. of things. Yeah, yeah. So he was pretty. I saw him speak somewhere. He was pretty inspirational as far as someone who started not really knowing and then just kind of had just the feel for it. So there's a few others out there. I can't remember all the names. That's but. probably what makes, you know, your images so strong, too, is just being that you were. Do you ever miss being, you know, on the, on the stage as such now that you're kind of on the opposite side? I don't. But I sometimes I do, but I don't. Yeah, <laughs> only, only only because if I know I get on if I get on stage these days, there's gonna be a million pictures of me, and I don't want to see them. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, oh, I don't want to do it today. I don't want to sing now because there'll be a bunch of amateur photographers trying to shoot me, and then they're all gonna put pictures on Facebook, and there's gonna be ones I don't like, and it's gonna be up there, and I don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, because it's kind of interesting that you kind of started being out in front, so to speak. Because a lot of times I think of photographers sometimes were we tend to be a little bit more like, you know, we'd rather be behind the camera, so to speak. We don't want to be the front person. You know? Oh yeah. 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 So that's the only the other reason I wouldn't want to, <laughs> but um, no, I mean, it's, it, I don't really miss doing it actually. Cause I think, I think that my, um, I just switched art forms from right. one thing to another thing. So, and, and this one's, I just really feel strongly about. I really feel like I, I get it. Yeah, and I really, and I think that's it. I think you really do. I hear so many bands that are so excited to, you know, that you're going to photograph them, and that's got to be a really rewarding feeling to, you know. It is. It is. It is. It's funny because it's like, oh, oh, really? Oh. (laughs) In the beginning, you're just like floored by it because it's like, what? Really? You like this? You know, in the very beginning. Um, and, but, and then I'll look back at my pictures from the beginning and I'll see how much I've improved because I go, Oh my gosh, look how blurry that is. <laughs> Which is good. If you look back and you see you've improved then that's good. Yeah. That's the whole point. You continue to craft and fine tune and yeah, make a vision as such. So if you had to yeah, choose I, three words yeah. to describe your own work, what three words do you think kind of sums up your images or what mm. you're striving to get when you're out there? Um, well, I guess some of the words, some of the words that I've used for striving for getting live concert photography is like to get, to capture energy. Mm-hmm. Um, um, the essence 
of the um, performer. Um, and uh, it's not even a word. I'm just, yeah. I, I always like a strong image, just a, an image that uh, that looks different. Not another word, but but you know, a strong image that just is is different than other people's. But it it just uh, you know it brings your attention to the to the artist. Those are not three words, but that's kind of no. <laughs> three things. Three things. <laughs> yeah, there's always three things. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm always, I always want to think, of, think about doing, um, shooting from a different angle or a different way. Or I was really into shooting through things for a while. Like I'll be shooting on a, uh, off, off the stage and there'll be like some something hanging from mm, mm-hmm the thing. So I'll shoot through that where you see little bits of that sort of in the image, but then kind of through things, you know, how you like to give, they always say like when you're shooting landscapes, there's yeah. the front, the middle, the, you know, you've got the disc, you know, it gives it right. depth. And I'm sort of kind of doing that for a while. And I still kind of like that idea. If I can find something to sort of shoot through, whether it's a, the cur- side of the curtain there or something that kind of gives it depth. Right. Well, it doesn't look like everybody else's picture. Like, if everybody's standing on one side shooting, you know, I'll go right. to the other side. <laughs> First of all, I don't want to be in that group of people trying to get the same shot. And sometimes I miss whatever it is. But I'm, I'll am i go to way to the end of the stage and shoot from the very side of the, um, of the pit and shoot with my long lens way over there to get kind of like, you know, um, shallow depth of field and, and to really hone in on something. And sometimes it's different. So you just get bored doing the same thing. That's basically it. So. No, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank so you. That, you're welcome. welcome. Yeah. What were you going to say? I'm sorry. I didn't mean to I was, just, I was just going to say that's what, what, what dealing with access, the access shows, so many of the shows that I shot Every time I would come to a new show, I would say to myself, okay, you're going to shoot something different tonight. It's going to be different. I mean, the band's going to be different, but you're going to find some place here that's different from the last time you shot. <laughs> you're going to find something else to shoot or some other way, whether it's through the upstairs. They have those um, tables, and then they have all these railing things, and you could shoot under the railing through there, get a little different perspective. Sometimes I'm sitting on the floor shooting at the balcony, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, but like you said, just to kind of each, to, to put it in your mind and just continue to look for something different. Yeah, because when I would shoot, I'd get these images, and then I'd, find, and then I'd see some of the other photographers every week. Then they start getting the same images like I was doing from the same angle because they saw me stand over there. It's like, well, now they're, they, they found out my secret spot, so now right. I'm going to find another <laughs> secret spot. <laughs> You have to go <laughs> incognito or something. I know. <laughs> I know. My secret spot. You know, it made me feel good that people were like, you know, at least looking at me and saying, "Oh, teach that from there. I'm going to try it from there," which is right. good because I, I like seeing, I like seeing other people's photography improve too. It's not like I'm in competition with anybody, really. It's not like you know. <laughs> so you'll have another photography. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so you'll probably be shooting with Access again when they pick up the season, or? Yeah, I guess they don't, they don't know it's, in, it's on hiatus, so um, Katie Daryl has a new, I'm, I don't think I'm supposed to be, this is supposed to be on oh, record. sorry, <laughs> okay. But, but she, but off the record, um, she has a new show, and I don't know if it's been picked up yet or not, mm. um, and it's, it would, if she did, she could do both shows, because this one's just an interview show. Um, the top 10 revealed where she talks to different people about the top 10, um, top 10 songs, this, that top 10 guitar riffs, whatever. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah I'll, it, I'll keep that off the record. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. Off the record. But, but if, you know, if that show goes, it's, it's the other show still, still waiting for the other show to find out if it's going to come in too. So she could, she could do both shows. The other one doesn't take that long to do. No. But I was, I was invited down to take some behind the scenes stills of that, that show. Oh, good. Well, that's yeah, exciting. Yeah. yeah, it was exciting. So, and um, maybe hopefully doing her promo shots for that show as well. So it'll be fun. That's going to be fun. Ch- a little bit challenging too is to, to come up with new things to kind of capture Katie herself since 
I know they got they got to see against that wall the same. In the beginning, we had all kinds of props and stuff, and later on, we got to get bored with that. But uh, yeah, we kept using that same wall. Yeah, I mean, her dress changes, but you know, sometimes it's like, okay, what else can we do, Katie? You know, just to mix it up. I don't know. Yeah, I know. I know. We just decided that wall was so good. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is pretty good. We, so we couldn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we'll see. We'll see right. what happens. Great. Right. Well, thank you so much today for your time, Renee. I really, really appreciate it. I'm so glad to get to talk to you about music photography and hear more about what you've been doing. I mean, your images are fabulous. So, Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's been really fun talking. I don't get to talk about myself very often. <laughs> so if anyone wants to check out Renee's website, her website is ReneeSilvermanPhotography.com. And that's the best place, too, if you want headshots or you have a band and would like some band shots, um, your contact is the best to contact you by email, phone number, what do you want to shout out? Um, yeah, it's Renee Silverman at gmail.com. Um, okay. And then all that's right on my website. So yeah. Yeah. And she's got all of her wonderful music pictures and bands. So go and check it out. So thank you so much, Renee. Have a wonderful thank you. day. Thank you. You too. Thanks again for listening to Eyes for the Road with Renee Silverman. Hope you'll check out her website. I've got some incredible guests coming up in the coming weeks. And again, if you've got feedback, questions, places you'd like to see highlighted, drop me an email at april at aprilart.com or visit my website at eyesfortheroad.com. Thanks for listening. Have a great November. Take care.